I never, ever thought I would open a business for myself. And then I had a baby. Meet Patrice Mousseau, founder of Satya Organics, a skincare company created for people with skin issues, powered by Shopify. When Esme was about eight months old, she developed eczema. The doctor's only option to me was steroid creams. I just started experimenting in my kitchen crock pot. I actually found something that cleared her eczema up in two days. After about a year or so of just selling it out of my kitchen window, I decided to make a business out of it. Shopify templates are fantastic and their customer service is absolutely stellar. You can buy Satya online, you can buy it in stores, you can buy it in our social channels, and that's all made possible by Shopify. When you're ready to share your business with the world, grow it on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform trusted by millions of businesses like Satya. Get a free 14-day trial at shopify.com slash free22 and start selling wherever your customers are with easy-to-use tools and friendly 24-7 support. Go to shopify.com slash free22, shopify.com slash free22. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Hi everyone, this is Jim Jackson. Welcome to the forum, and I want to thank everyone online. It's been a very active week. I've had one of those weeks that you uh, <laughs> that are just Florence will tell you what an insane week it's been for me. But I'm very happy to be here talking to a fun guest, and we're going to have a great show today. Thank you again for all the people out there, and we have some special things from some of our celebrity friends that have given to us some video and audio. So we're going to be sharing a lot next week. So. I want to uh, introduce my illustrious co-host, Florence Carmella. How are you, Florence? I'm doing great, Jim. How are you? I'm very good. And we're really excited to have, like, I love your style. We both have been trying to kind of mix it up with some of our guests, getting very interesting people. Why don't you introduce our guest? Yes, I'm very excited to announce that we have mentalist, illusionist, and magician, multi-talented, multi-award winning Wayne Hoffman. Welcome him to the show. He's been on the Ellen Show, America's Got Talent, the Today Show, CNN, multiple shows. And he's also an author. And we were talking a little bit before the interview began about that. So Wayne, welcome to the forum. Hey, thank you. Thanks for having me. We're really excited to have you on. Uh, I I know that Florence has been talking a lot about you and uh, a lot about the shows that you've been on. Florence, why don't you um, uh, ask your first question? Because I have a couple things I wanted to get into after you start. Yes. Um, I do know Wayne from various shows he's been on, specifically America's Got Talent. And he was also on the Ellen Show, Ellen DeGeneres Show, who Jim and I have a bit of history with because we actually... (laughs) Um, we're able to speak with her on the phone, and she wished us well with our new podcast when it started. So that was very exciting. So I'm a huge fan of Ellen's. We both are. 
So Wayne, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got started and how you ended up on these amazing shows, you know, doing your thing? Yeah, so it's a good, it's a good question because my job, you know, I'm, I'm a mind reader really is the majority of what I do and I have a background in mystery entertainment in general. And it's not something, I don't think everybody, you don't just wake up one day and say, you know, I think I'll go be a mind reader. You know, it's, it's so the story is, I'll give you the short version. You know, I started um, my interest in magic and mind reading and kind of hypnosis and this stuff when I was a, was a child. And there was a local magic shop in my hometown of Reading, Pennsylvania, <clears throat> pardon me. And uh, while I was there, you know, I would, living there, I would ride my bicycle to this magic shop, good old Mingus magic shop. And uh, there would be, you know, all sorts of people, you know, card cheats, sword swallowers, magicians, mind readers. And I really just took an interest to it automatically. So I, I did that as a hobby up, up until I was about 15. And then someone said, hey, I will pay you. I'll give you money to come to a party mm-hmm. and entertain the people there. And I thought to myself, pay me, you know, wow, I do this for fun and you want to give me money. So, you know, for three years, I slowly built this business of being a local mystery arts presenter, you know, doing magic and kind of a fun show. And then I studied psychology when I turned 18 at a university and I got interested in the science of the mind, psychology and how, you know, how the mind works. And I started to realize I could use these tools that I'm learning and these, these fun little mind hacks, as I call them, to put them into my entertainment show. So from that point uh, is when I began my career as a, you know, studying mentalism and, and how you can use psychology for entertainment. And then from that point, you know, it was that good old moment where you have your 18, you know, you're, you're starting to become a, a, a real adult and you have to decide yeah. what you do for a living. So for me, I had a turning point where I had to decide whether to work for a bank or be a mind reading magician. <laughs> and, you know, what I, of course, you know, everybody around me was saying work for the bank and do this, this other stuff on the side. But, you know, I said, whatever I do, I'm going to do it full force. And I took a real big swing, went for the magic mind reading uh, mentalism route. And luckily for me, it, 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 it worked out. So, you know, uh, shortly thereafter, I just began performing around the U.S. then around North America, and then it went, you know, globally. Uh, and I got a phone call from NBC, uh, which doesn't happen, but it did. They called me up and said, "Hey, we want you to be on television." And that was back in 2008. And after that, it's just been a runaway train. Uh, shortly thereafter, the Ellen DeGeneres show called, and you know, uh, tons of different uh, television shows all over the world. And, and, and now I'm talking to you <laughs> and here we are, which is super cool. Well, that's fantastic. Wayne. I, I love the stories of when people, what inspired them when they were first, you know, I remember I kind of always had to be, a wanted to be, I loved Houdini. I loved all the things that over the years, all the, even David Blaine with his craziness uh, on the streets that he does. Um, who are your inspirations when you were growing up, when you really got into magic that you thought, wow, this is going to be something that I want to do for life. And these people really get me going. Yeah. So in my day, uh, not too long ago, but in my day, there was really only one major mystery entertainer. Um, and it was David Copperfield. 
and uh, everybody knows his name, you know, uh, obviously he was the, he was the guy that really set, set the tone for what a successful mystery entertainer, magician, illusionist, you know, would, would be. And, uh, you know, he would have these specials on, I think it was, I forget what network and NBC or whatever it was every year, his big spectacular show. And I'd sit there and watch that and say, wow, Wow. You know, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. So, so he set the tone and then, and beyond that, you know, looking back, the amazing Kreskin was sure. uh, on the scene, reading people's minds. Yeah. Um, and then some other people you might not be so familiar with um, <clears throat> back in, this is an interesting one that back in the early 1900s, there was a guy by the name of Alexander uh, also known as the man who knows. And he was a guy that traveled around, with a stage show uh, in the early 1900s where he would wear a turban on his head and he would read people's minds. Now from that, if anybody listening can think of what you would picture a a mind reader to be, often the the image of a guy wearing a turban with a crystal ball comes to mind. That stems from Alexander. Uh, Even uh, Johnny Carson uh, many, many moons ago. Sure, Karnak. uh, Karnak, exactly. Karnak was actually... Uh, Alexander, because Alexander wow. was was the guy who wore the turban. So that stems from Alexander, and and Alexander, was, yeah, he was so successful that he actually made more money in the early 1900s than the Beatles did in their career. Oh That's how gosh. successful he was. So he's a huge inspiration, a master showman, master publicity uh, expert. And nobody really knows his name today, but he, he, uh, I collect his memorabilia. In fact, right now I'm staring at some of his posters that I use, uh, for a lobby display at my shows. And so, yeah, those are the inspirations for sure. You know, who else I remember is uh, Ed. I, I kind of like history and I remember Ed Wood Criswell. wasn't it Criswell. That was uh, the the famous, but he was kind of more fun than, <laughs> you know, he wasn't as polished. But it wasn't that his name. Yeah, uh, that that that's it. Uh, yeah, uh, Chriswell. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, the amazing. Chris, I think it's pronounced Chris Chriswell. Chriswell. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah uh, I think it was King was his real last name, if I remember correctly. Uh, he was on the Johnny. I just watched some reruns of the Johnny Carson show, and I remember him on, and they and they sit, brought him on the next year, and everything he predicted, none none of it came true. Yeah, <laughs> those was a, those sticks was are hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, what an entertainer! Funny guy. Uh, yeah. Now, yeah. Now, what did you uh, when you David Copperfield? I was lucky enough to see him at Vegas. What do you, what is your kind of your focus when people go to your show is yours more mental? Like you're obviously a mentalist and illusionist. Do you do physical like David, some of David Blaine's stuff or even, you know, olden days Houdini Copperfield kind of had that showmanship to him that I really like. What's kind of your style? Yeah, that's a good question. As a performer, everybody has a different take on something. And I'm glad you asked that because it's really what sets every entertainer apart in a certain genre, especially when you're in the in the mystery arts like I am, uh, because two guys can perform the same thing, but it's the style and the presentation that makes it different. So for me, you know, it's the everyday guy. I don't come in and say I'm a wizard with magical powers and, you know, look into my eyes and it's not creepy in any way. 
I come in as myself and I always have, you know, I don't have a stage name. I, I use my real name. Uh, what I kind of present is if you just, you know, an, uh, the everyday person walking around the street, if you had magical powers and could do some really cool stuff, what would you do? And I'm that guy. I come on stage. I tell it like it is. It's very upbeat. Now, I granted, I'm doing some really intense, weird things, but it's wrapped in a real fun, just kind of down-to-earth uh, shell, if you will. So that's that's the style. I don't do, you know, theatrical vignettes. There's not, uh, you know, uh, tight leather pants with a lot of smoke <laughs> by any means. You know, I come in as myself, and, and I, I do things that just are kind of – they. I, I don't want to say they, they're down to earth because that's too simple. I think the things I do just kind of, I try to make them make sense. For instance, uh, you know, if I read someone's mind, uh, one of the things I'm most known for is during my show, I have the whole audience think of whatever they want, a name, a place, a number, truly, literally anything. And, uh, typically when, you know, I have an audience on average, maybe, I don't know, two, 3000 people. One of them typically will think of their cell phone number. So what do I do? I look at somebody, I say, you ma'am right here, you're thinking of your cell phone number. And she freaks out. Yes. And I'll take my phone out and I will look at her and I'll call her and her phone will ring in the audience. Wow. And, you know, people freak out. And every heterosexual yeah. male in there is like, wow, I need that guy to be my wingman. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, uh, you know, it's just fun kind of stuff like that. that. That's my style. That's incredible. And one of the things I wanted to talk about, which I know we talked a little bit before the interview, you're doing an audio book on your book, Mind Candy, which I know is a very big deal because I've, I've been reading up on it. And I know that it's something that your fans would love to hear about, especially the fact that you're doing an audio book. So can you tell us about Mind Candy and how all that began? Sure. Yeah. And, and it's a kind of a non sequitur. Most people think, okay, it's a book on you know, how to do some type of magic or mind reading. And it's not, actually. It's, it's comes from a completely different place. I, I found that using my abilities as a mentalist, um, studying the human mind and how it operates and, and, and mind hacks, I, I started to realize these tools are useful, um, not just for performance, but for personal development. So Mind Candy is actually a book that teaches a process on how to achieve your goals. Uh, and I use my own thoughts and my own paradigms, if you will, the lens through which I view the world uh, as the baseline. And I share really the things that... Um, kind of led me down my path to, you know, I feel like I've been very blessed and I've been very successful and it, it, it's, it really wasn't just luck. You know, I tell the simple story that, you know, uh, suddenly all these shows started calling and it just kind of self uh, actualized, but that's not really the case. It was a lot of hard work, a lot of effort. And I think more importantly, having the right mindset. So when you read the book, what I actually teach is a, four-step process because people like things in chunks we like our uh you know combo number two at mcdonald's or what have you so <laughs> sure. i broke it down into, to, to easy digestible steps on how to achieve goals and so for for instance let's say one wants to 
be a fashion designer or if you want to, uh, you know, maybe it's a financial goal. I want to save $100,000 in the bank or whatever your goal is, or even as, as extreme as I want to walk on the moon. Now, this is going to sound like some type of exaggeration or sales pitch, but I, I assure you it's not. You can do all of those things if you follow the steps in the book. So I teach these four steps, and then beyond that, I give little kind of uh, anecdotes or little stories to help support that fact that make the reader go, wow, you know what? He's right. If I just change this one little thought, how it changes my life. Um, and, and thankfully, you know, I wrote the book very straightforward, very simply. I mean, it's, it's, it's not, it's, it's for the every man. It's, you know, you, you will be able to understand every vocab word in the book. Um, it's down to earth. Like I told you, I'm a straight shooter and it's not woo woo as they call it. It's not fluff of, Oh, if you believe your dreams, it's actual mind hacks mixed with business tactics. So it'll appeal to the skeptics and it should appeal to the people that are a little bit more open-minded as well. So, so yeah. And, and really at this, I didn't, I don't even like reading. (laughs) So to write a book was, you know, I wasn't all gung ho for it right away, but I realized that this could be a service to the world. And, you know, from the emails and the responses I get from people after they read it, 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 it's working. So yeah, that, that, that's it. When I first heard of you, Wayne, was I'm a huge fan of Penn and Teller, uh, and I love them in everything they've done. They've done some extremely successful shows, and you're one of the few people that fooled them. One question, what, what was it like? What was the experience like? Explain to people what your trick was and how were Penn and Teller? Were they pretty good guys? They probably were. They're making a lot of money on that show, but uh, just explain your experience. Yeah, so so uh, I initially got the invite uh, to to come on and and you know uh, attempt to full pen and teller. And for the listeners that haven't seen the show, the concept is magicians and mentalists and even jugglers and performers of all sorts, mainly obviously magicians, go on the show and they perform something and try to fool the magician's pen and teller. So it's magician trying to fool other magicians, which is extremely difficult to do yep. uh, because they know all the tricks. They know what I know and probably even more. <laughs> uh, so, you know, preparing for it, um, I first just came up with the concept of how I would go about doing it. My theory behind, you know, it's kind of like playing chess. I had to create this, this kind of system where, you know, I know they're going to think this, but if they think this, then I think this, but they'll think this. And so I had to go a hundred steps ahead and try to predict what they're going to think. Go figure what I do for a living as a mentalist. But uh, it was completely and utterly nerve wracking because it's not just performing something for uh, what's called a lay audience, you know, the average spectator watching, but it was for people that know my craft. So behind the scenes, you know, I was sweating bullets And once I created it, you know, just before I went on and and started filming, I was a nervous wreck. And I got to tell you, I don't get nervous. I literally, I have to wake myself up before I hit a stage. You know, I've, I've done shows in, in arenas and I did 38,000 people at Citizens Bank Park for the Philadelphia Phillies. Wasn't nervous at all. Walked out onto the field in front of nearly 40,000 people and it was no sweat off my back. Um, but when I was backstage waiting, I was just nervous for it to work. 
And it was, it's a funny thing because when I created the, the routine that I ended up performing, I was so nervous for it just to work that I forgot you can win. I forgot you can fool them. I just wanted it to, to happen. So when I went on stage and I performed and the effect in sim- simple terms was Penn of uh, Gillette picked a random person out of the entire audience. And I had the person's name and birth date on a membership card stamp, like embossed, like a credit card where you can feel the letters in a, a plastic card in my wallet. Um, and, and so I pulled it out and gave it to the guy that had, you know, had his, his name and birth date on it. So I predicted the name and the birth date of the person he was going to pick out of the entire audience. Um, when you, if you go and you, you look it up on YouTube, if you search Wayne Hoffman fool us, you'll see the clip. There's a moment at the very end where the host, Allison, says, you've just fooled Penn and Teller. And you'll see a moment where I kind of look up and I go, oh, my God. I, because it was in that moment I remembered you could fool them and win. So it was, uh, needless to say, it was very nerve-wracking, uh, but very, very exciting. You know, to, to, wow. to fool, you know, master magicians uh, successfully. Yeah is a, a real a big treat and they were super cool you know we hung out in the green room afterward you know very intelligent guys I, I think you can get that sense if you know who they are and you watch their performances but it was super cool very 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 cool and very very memorable that's fantastic it sounds like an incredible experience um i wanted to go back to your book i had i've uh, i've started in business and when i was 19 and Boy, I probably made every mistake known to man growing up. But uh, I, what I love about this book, and again, it's Mind Candy, The Power and Potential of the Human Mind. I think what's so important about this book to me is that a lot of business and a lot of interactions with people and just in general is of the mind. And it is of something, you know, the way you interact with people, the way you walk into a room, the way you interact with them verbally and physically, there's just so much to it in a relationship in a business sense. And uh, uh, could you talk more about that when, when you're doing something uh, obviously you're very mental when you, when you're uh, talking to someone, talk about that for, cause we have a lot of business people or people starting out in business. Talk about that mental uh, capacity to actually interact with people and how important it is. Yeah. You know, uh, here's the thing. Business is based upon one thing, human beings. Yep. You know, if, if no humans were left on the earth, I'm sure there'd be some, at least one iPhone that would go running around and, give birth to to baby iPhones. But beyond that, nothing gets done. I mean, human beings are at the center of of our existence. We create everything we see. The building you're in right now was created by a human being and their mind. They sat down, you know, an architect sat down and they drew the building and your reality was their thought. So, uh, you know, taking away, okay, I need this computer program or this email system or this, uh, if you strip it all away at the end of the day, why do we send emails? Why do we make phone calls? Why do we have websites? It's to connect with other humans. Um, and we're inherently, you know, emotional creatures. Uh, we, we let emotions drive a lot of what we do. People, people ba- buy oftentimes, they will buy things based on emotion and then rationalize the purchase later. Like, oh, I really love these jeans, so I'm going to buy them. 
And then later they'll go, well, I needed the genes. My other ones are getting old. Maybe there's a tear in on you, you know? So um, it's, it's the, the importance of having self-awareness of what you're doing and how you're interacting with the world. You know, some of the things that I, I can give you a peek behind the curtain of some of the concepts in the book, you know, like um, for instance, uh, if you want something, uh, you know, being in the entertainment industry and, and with the TV credits that I have, often I get a lot of my colleagues, they say, Hey, how did you get on X, Y, Z show? And I, 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 they say, I would love to get on that show. And, uh, and I, I, I say, well, I called them <laughs> and I asked to be on the show and they yeah. look at me and they go, whoa. Uh, and I said, well, did you ever try calling them? And they go, oh, uh, and they stutter because they realize the simplicity of it. What, what, what was holding them back was their fear of rejection of them att uh, attempting to contact the show and then them not feeling good enough about themselves if they were rejected. So one of the things I teach in the book, and this was taught to, to me by a gentleman by the name of Steve Chandler, uh, who, who was introduced to me by a, a life coach by the name of Steve Hardison, uh, two really exceptional, brilliant minds. And Steve Chandler taught me this, uh, and I put it in the book, and, and it's... it's um, Yes lives in a world of no. Um, mm -hmm. And in order to hear the word yes and get things that you want out of life, you also have to not only be accepting of hearing the word no, but you have to love hearing the word no. So for me, a large portion of my success has been from loving the word no. Interacting with other humans, we normally take no as a bad thing. Like, hi, could I have a raise? No. Okay. And then you go home and you cry and you say, Oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. No, it has nothing. No is nothing more than a piece of information. So I've gotten on so many shows and had so many opportunities for just asking. So one of the analogies I use in the book, and I think this will help a lot of your listeners. If they take anything away from this interview, I think this will be one of the most important. Um, if you take a quarter let's say a coin, uh, you know, heads and tails, one side uh, heads, the other side tails. And if I gave you 60 seconds to flip the quarter and I told you that every time it lands on heads, I would give you $100. Um, you would, you know, if I hit the stopwatch and I, and now mind you, if you get tails, you don't lose anything. You just don't get the $100, you know? So if I gave you 60 seconds and I said, go, what would you do? You'd pick up that quarter and you'd flip it as fast as you could. Try to get as many heads as you can to get that $100. And when time's up, we count how many heads you got. And then you make, let's say you flip it and you get six heads. You won $600. What you don't do is hold the quarter. And when I click the stopwatch, you don't go, well, I don't want to flip the coin. What if I get, what if I get a tails and I don't get the hundred dollars? Ah, but I'm worried I might get a tail. So I'm not going to flip the coin. You would never do that because it's illogical. So why? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun. So winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino was America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.
why do your actions change when you go out into the real world and interact with humans? It's because of emotion. You don't want to ask for that opportunity because you're afraid of what people are going to say and how it's going to make you feel. Take the emotion out of it, ask for what you want, and mathematically, the more no's you hear in your life, the more yeses you're going to hear as well. Mathematical fact. It's just math. So go out and try to get the word no. Go out, ask a question. Try to get five no's tonight. You know, go out tonight, try to hear five no's and love it. There you go. I'll get off my soapbox now. I feel I feel a kindred spirit to you. Well, first of all, you asked what I would do with the quarter. I'd lick the tails in because then it would be heads almost all the time. But that's a hustler's <laughs> trick. Uh, but uh, but but what what I like uh, like you said ab- about this, I think Florence is cracks up because you know we'll talk to an A list celebrity or something and. And I'll just say, well, can you do this for us? And she's like, oh, my gosh, don't ask. So, you know, I could hear her feeling, oh, God, he's doing it again. But <laughs> we have gotten some people that some people go, gosh, are you friends? Do, do they know your family? What would you do? I said, I just ask them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. people just crack up. And I think what I love about your book, and we're going to put the link about it, because I'm telling you, if you're just a regular person that is just kind of, eh, you're kind of, you're you're in a rut and, and you're kind of eh, life's okay but you really want to get, do something be it whatever be it a mom dad work whatever i'm telling you this book really has practicality to every to all people and i i, I cannot wait to get this book because it is amazing to 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 that we have forgotten so much in regards to interaction i always say uh wayne we have email. I work in the technology sector and we have email texting. We have all these things and no one talks, no one communicates anymore. I mean, it's unbelievable. And <laughs> it, it bothers me so much that, that we've kind of lost that art of mentally communicating with people. Also, we're very insecure. Uh, as a society, if someone tells you, no, people crumble, I got to go on meds. I got to, I'm, I'm crushed. I'll never do it again. I, it does. I'm like you, it doesn't bother me any at all. In fact, it's like, wow, I got an opportunity. Didn't work out. Next one will come along. And I think that's why I love your book so, so much. So (laughs) I love it. I think it's a great book and I cannot wait to be able for all of us to market it for you in the near future, because boy, that I think people are going to really love it. And the reviews are great on Amazon. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's on Amazon, it's on iTunes books and like I said I'm I'm now about to start recording the uh the audio version for the people that hate reading like me. <laughs> so yeah, you know and and here's the thing. It uh you know, you hear about books all the time like you know, this that and by I didn't write it because I'm an author. I wrote it because I really truly feel that the information in this book can change lives. And that's the bottom line, you know, and, and uh, so, uh, you know, if, if one person's life has changed because I've written this, then I'm a happy camper and I've hit that mark already. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm, yeah, I'm excited about it and I'm glad, I'm glad you're picking up what I'm putting down. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's a great, good, good work. That's, uh, it's a great job. Thanks. <laughs> that's always good to hear. Keep it coming. <laughs>
That was fantastic. No, I love, see, I love stuff like that. That's why I was so excited to have you on the show because I, I, I love stuff like that. Now we've talked about your book and we've talked about some of the amazing TV appearances you've had on, on various different shows, but I also know that you get to travel and you do live shows, you do live events. So can you talk to us a little bit about that and maybe your favorite, maybe one or two of your favorite live shows that you've done during your travels, and if you have anything coming up that you want to talk to us about and let everybody know where you'll be. Yeah, yeah. So uh, to give kind of some context here, how do I use this as a, as a, as a you know, a tool, these, uh, knowing, you know, how to read people's minds and predict things and psychology? And the bulk of it is in actual my live performances. You know, TV comes along when it does radio and podcast interviews come along when when they do but every, you know day in and day out I'm on a stage performing live and that's how you know that's my career and what I do uh you know and this is in multiple kind of markets and avenues so uh I do a college and university tour twice a year where I travel around primarily North America US and Canada and uh, go to universities and just uh, do my show, which is also called Mind Candy, the same as the book, kept it the same, keep it simple. And, uh, and just, you know, it's an hour and 15 minutes of just mind boggling craziness experiments, people coming on stage, and I'm reading their thoughts and predicting what they're going to do. And then reading the audience's mind as well. And I travel around with that show and, and the universities hire me to do that. Uh, one of the big things I do as well are corporate events. So, uh, you know, a corporation might be hosting a national sales meeting or a regional sales meeting or having an event where they're, you know, getting people together and they need some entertainment, you know, whether they're doing an award ceremony, if it's an incentive travel thing. Uh, and I work with event planners and, and uh, special event planners and corporate event uh, planners all over the world. And, uh, and I do shows at these different events, you know, and it's taken me all over the place. I just did a show at Caesar's palace for a company. It was, you know, about 1500, no, 1800 people. And, uh, you know, I got on the stage, big, big show, you know, they had, uh, cameras, uh, with the big, uh, screens on the side and so on. But it's interesting because the live shows have taken me from huge audiences down to, I, I once did an event, uh, in Wyoming for 10 executives. They put me in this tiny little kind of library room on a ranch and all the executives, it was kind of weird because they all helicoptered in. It was like, oh boy, wow, okay. And I, there I am with 10 people and it was one of the best shows ever because, you know, when you're a mind reader, a mentalist, you know, you can look at each one of those people in the eye and they get that feeling, man, he could be reading my mind right now. Uh, so it was really cool. Um, you know, and then I do uh, theater shows that I tour with. If you have a local performing arts center, uh, you know, I'll perform there. I do events at casinos. And yeah, so I'm all over the place as far as what I do. And, you know, some of my favorite venues and, and experiences, um, like I said, that, that one on that ranch, it, it was, it was uh, really memorable just because when, are, you know, you go from the biggest stages in the world to, to doing that. Uh, and it's just a, it's, it's mind numbing. So, you know, some of the things I've done, uh, performing at the, on the stage at the Palladium in London was a oh, huge, wow. For, for oh, wow. iconic stage. Um, although this might not be important to anybody else, uh, another experience was I grew up in, uh, Reading, Pennsylvania. It's about an hour outside of Philadelphia. And, um, uh, 
growing up, there was a, uh, uh, which is now the Santander uh, Performing Arts uh, Center. And it, it was called the Raja Theater at the time. And I remember as a kid growing up, uh, Copperfield came through and performed. And I went and I saw the show. And I was blown away. You know, I thought, wow, this is amazing. And as a kid, I, I thought, wow, you know, how cool would it be to, to be him and do that? And then lo and behold, many, many years later, uh, I ended up performing on that same exact stage. Wow. And I'll never forget wow. it was my first. Yeah, it was so, it was so just, I get chills just oh. thinking about it. I walked out after the introduction. And the very first thing that I said was this story. I said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm glad to be here. I said, you know, X amount of years ago, I sat in this audience as a child while watching a show. And I said, one day I might perform on that stage. And here I am. And of course, the crowd, you know, erupted. And they just kind of connected with me in that moment. It felt like it's just a really cool milestone, you know. But there, there are others, you know. Um, I think I, 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 can, I can remember performing at the Playboy Mansion. That was unique uh, just for the atmosphere. <laughs> uh, usually my audience members are wearing clothes. Uh, so that was a little bit weird. Uh, Very you know, shy people at the Playboy yeah, Mansion. I'll tell you, boy, <laughs> conservatives they are there. Uh, <laughs> so, so, you know, that was super memorable for obvious reasons. We won't go into detail. Use your imagination. Um, and then, you know, like I said, the, the, the huge venues, you know, the Philly Stadium. I, I've been performing for the Philadelphia Phillies uh, for probably between 15 and 20 years now that they've brought me in for a lot of their events. And they invited me to perform for the Philly Fanatics birthday. And they wanted me to oh make my Fanatic gosh. appear and disappear. And we did this whole show on the field for the fans. And that was just super cool, you know, as you could imagine. So oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. That that's uh, hopefully I answered your question there. <laughs> yeah, Tug McGraw's no. nephews I grew up with, so uh, oh, we were out. closet Philly fan. I'm an A's fan, but we were closet Philly fans. So uh, oh, Tug out, was a really nice guy. So um, yeah, so well, that's cool. Small world. Yeah super cool yeah 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 i uh growing up in that area we won't get into sports or politics because that might uh sway your <laughs> listeners one way or the other but you know yeah it, it was a super cool super cool experience well wayne that all sounds completely amazing so thank you so much for sharing all that but before we let you go you and i before the podcast started we started our own uh let's say, uh, mind candy, our own trick. So can you talk a little bit about that? And let's see how yeah. it goes. I yeah, yeah. So, uh, you and I put something together. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, all I asked in the beginning, I, uh, before we went on air, I said, Hey, do you want me to do, you know, do you want to do something like, uh, as far as do you want to have me perform? In other words, I didn't want to yeah. uh, you know, leave you hanging if you did. So I told you to think of a random word, um, anything that you want. Uh, I said, you can go online and, and look something up or if you know, whatever. But I, I asked you to think of a random word. Uh, so the question is, do you, do you have that random word, whatever it is in your mind? Oh yes, I do. Okay. Now have you written it down or have you told anybody or, or anything? You, you have, nope, I'm here alone. Okay. No, I'm by myself never alone and I have not written it down. Okay. You didn't email it or text it to anybody or there's no, you, no. You literally just nope. in your head. Okay. It's just in my mind. Yep. Cool. <laughs> Think of it. Concentrate on it right now. 
Um, now I'm going to get what I get. I don't know. So, uh, I won't say any of your deep, dark secrets, hopefully, but I'll, I'll just get whatever I get out of your head. Now doing this over, you know, by audio is extremely difficult because if I have the ability to see you in person, much easier because clearly I can look right at you and, and, and use different techniques. Um, just a vibe right out of the gate. I'm getting like a few letters that are just popping into my head. Now I'm listening to, do me a favor, say the alphabet, but end at the letter H. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H. Okay. Let me start here. Uh, I feel like there's an E in it just from listening to the introduction. Um, there is an E in it somewhere um but i feel like it does not start with a letter e uh, is there an e in it there's a couple of these okay keep thinking of it right now one thing <clears throat> hmm do me a favor say the rest of the alphabet but do it swiftly start at the letter i and go through z i j k l m n o p q r s t u v w x y z does it start with an r yes <laughs> she's freaking out right now i can just feel the tension now i just just the hunch cuz i felt like you tried to breeze over r and there was just this minute little weird thing now i'm gonna write down the letters that i'm getting um because i got i'm if i can remember i got this i got an m i got definitely got a d and i got some other letters i don't know why but i feel like there was something else that uh, crossed your mind for like a millisecond i feel like it's even would start with r e and you hit on a c as well and then I got an M, an N, and a couple Ds. Now, you also said that there is a couple Es in there. So if, if I just look at R-E-C, M-N-D-D, and I throw some Es in there, and I throw in one vowel, which is maybe a, even an O. Are you thinking of the word recommended? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll take that as a yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God. So funny. <laughs> oh, God. I can't believe you got it. Now, wow. now here's the thing. I want to point something out for the listeners. They're not going to believe this. Okay. A lot of your listeners right now are going, there's no way. And they're going to assume that we prearranged that and that I just told you to lie. For your listeners, I'm going to offer $1 million in cash. To any of you, all including the two of you, to anyone who can prove that that was prearranged in any way that I told you to say anything, or that you told me what you were, or that we were going to pretend, or something like that, you truly thought of that on your own, and and I read it out of your brain. Correct? Absolutely. Isn't that crazy? Absolutely. It's a weird feeling, isn't that it? <laughs> is incredible. I really, I did not think you were going to get it, but then little you know by little, weird? when there's different types of ways to get it too because obviously i'm listening to your voice now there's different types of things now i don't claim to have supernatural powers i want to point that out i am not a psychic there's a methodology to to what i'm doing but let me ask you a weird question as i was sitting here doing it 
even during this whole interview, I, 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 you probably can't hear it, but I keep like swallowing, like I, in my mouth, I keep tasting something and it's really weird. And it usually, it has to do with a person that I'm talking to. It's a weird thing that I have and I don't know how to explain it really, but if people are thinking of something that has to do with a feeling, sensation, sound, if they're thinking of a song, I'll hear the song. If they're seeing a movie, I will see images of the characters and scenes in the movie. But weird question. I keep tasting yogurt in my mind. Were you at all? <laughs> were you, yes or no. Were you thinking of yogurt at any time during this experiment? I Googled the word yogurt. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that explains it. That's the word I Googled yogurt. Okay. Then that explains like, why I'm tasting uh, it. It's kind of weird. It's like a Greek yogurt or something. I don't know why you were thinking of yogurt, but I, I'm definitely. I'm getting chills right now. Like, I cannot believe that. I actually Googled the word yogurt. Wow. Well, there you have it. <laughs> uh, wow. You are so good. Well, That's you listen, incredible. You listen to our show and look, you get a performance for free. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can you can PayPal me. Uh, you can... <laughs> now, when wow. no, we, no, we have a lot of business people, a lot of people in the industry, how what's the best way to book you as a guest? Um, yeah, so if you need a live performer, you know, I, I have a scalable show something small up to a gigantic show. Um, and if you want to find me, if you go to waynehoffman.com, you can contact me there. I am on all social media platforms. My Facebook and Twitter are verified. You can find me if you search Wayne Hoffman. Um, but I'm on every social media platform there is. There are links at my site at waynehoffman.com. I'm on YouTube, uh, if you backslash Wayne Hoffman, you can find me there. But yeah, uh, you can find me however. Yeah, I'm an easy guy to find. Search Wayne Hoffman. But I would say waynehoffman.com is, is the best way to do it. And yeah, uh, feel free to reach out if you have any questions, comments, or if you're interested in hiring someone. And beyond you know, just my show, um, I actually now own and operate a full entertainment agency. Uh, a lot of my colleagues wow. and friends came to me and said, you know, yeah. you do business. So we represent some of the greatest acts in the world, like David and Danya, the quick change artists. Oh, uh, wow. Huge yeah. American Got Talent. They were on Oprah, Letterman, Leno. They've yeah. traveled around the world. They yeah. changed their clothes. Um, we exclusively manage them and a ton of other great acts. And, and that site for the agency is iloveHoffman.com. The agency's okay. name is Hoffman Entertainment. So yeah, wow. I'm easy to find. Hunt me down. <laughs> we will. We'll put you... He is the real deal. Yeah. I still have goosebumps right now. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? I love it. See, I can, oh. what I do could be very creepy if, 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 if I want it to be. That's a weird <laughs> feeling to have someone know what you're thinking about. But, uh, you know, I, I try to hedge off the creepiness by, by just being myself, like I said. Sure. <laughs> wow. Now, now what so we're going to do next week is we're going to put up all of his uh, sites. We're going to put up everything at different posts during the week. And we know that we're just, you know, we're reaching so many of you and you've responded in such a positive manner. Thank you so much for your support. And we just really hope the best for Wayne. We really like him. We hope to keep in touch in the near future. And we're also going to promote his book. So make sure that you get his book. I really think the practicality of it is it's just an amazing thing for all 
people of all, you know, whatever position you are in life and what age, I think it's a great thing. And Wayne, would you like to, what would you like to say to our audience and anything else? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I'm going to give all your listeners something right now. Um, If you're listening to this right now, uh, over the next, I'd say, few hours, I want you to start to pay attention to the things happening around you. I want you to watch your electronics, your wristwatch, your cell phone, your car, uh, you know, anything that's around you, I want you to start paying attention to uh, because things are going to start happening to you. Uh, you are going to see the light bulb go out above your head. The, the, uh, the, the, your cell phone might start to operate a little bit funny. Um, your radio in your car might go in and out or stop working. Um, your microwave might turn on or off by itself. Um, and in fact, anybody listening right now, if you have, um, you know, an old, maybe a family heirloom, like an old broken watch, I want you to go get it out of that junk drawer. Uh, and I want you to hold it in your hand. And I want you to, if you can, set it to the correct time. And then I want you to hold it and concentrate. And I can guarantee you some of these old broken watches are going to start running again. Um, and this sounds absolutely insane. People are probably losing it. Uh, and thinking, no way, no way. But try it and start paying attention. You're going to have some weird, weird things happen. Um, I've been told that when I do this, uh, people's keys on their key ring begin to subtly begin to bend. So check your car keys. Grab your set of keys right now. And I want you to look at them all, line them up, and you're going to notice one of them is going to begin to start to bend. Um, check the metal Uh, the silverware in your drawer, take out your forks, the tines on some of your forks are going to begin to bend. Very strange things. And uh, what I'd love you to do is is, uh, tweet at us. Let us know about your experiences. And even better, if you want to use the hashtag mindcandy, let us know about the experiences you have. Um, and I'm going to go and I'm going to check the hashtag and I'll, I'll follow the feeds to see what type of weird experiences you guys start to have. That's fantastic. So again, it's hashtag mind candy. Anything that goes on, start posting it tonight or tomorrow and we'll do a search on it and check it out. Uh, cool. Thanks so much, Wayne. It, it's been a, a blast having you on and you're such an interesting guy. Yeah. When's your, where's your next perf- uh, couple performances? Uh, actually, I'm about in a few days. I'm actually going to Saudi Arabia of all places. Wow! Uh, it's the the short version is they uh, the the government is now putting billions of dollars into entertainment, uh, and I'm going over there to meet with some government officials uh, f- to have my agency supply a lot of the entertainment that's happening uh, over there and in the Middle East. And I'm starting to do a lot of work in Dubai and and so on. So that's my next stop. Um, but I'm going to be all over the place. I'm really traveling, uh, traveling all over and, and, you know, my schedule, if you looked at it, you'd think I was a madman. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's really quite, uh, quite, quite all over the place. Um, I know I'll be at the Hillman center for performing arts, uh, out in Western Pennsylvania and that's coming up, uh, uh, October 19th. Uh, so that's a public ticketed event in Pittsburgh. 
Um, that's the Hillman Center for the, the Performing Arts. So I'll, I'll be there and I'll be at a lot of universities and, and, and all over the place. But uh, yeah. yeah, the best way to see my show is is to tell somebody who needs entertainment and tell them to book me. So if you have a company that, <laughs> that has, a, has an annual holiday party or a national sales meeting, Find out who books the entertainment, tell them to get me, and then I'll read your mind in person. How about that? <laughs> That's fantastic. That's and again, fantastic. we're going to be posting the, all this stuff out. So you guys, especially next week, well, the internet gets a little bit cool on Friday, but uh, next week we're really going to be posting all these things so you could get him and at least interact with him, follow him. He's an interesting follow. He's got a lot of great things going on. He's a fun guy, nice yeah. guy. And again, just uh, go onto his website, waynehoffman.com, and check out all his stuff. And go on YouTube. That's a great. There's some great videos on there uh, about him. Thank you so much for coming on. You guys are awesome. Thank you for having me. All right. Take care. All right, guys. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Sports are easy to disagree on. Let's see what happens when sports talk hosts talk about something they agree on. No, 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 hold on. I'm saying drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. Well, I disagree. I think drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. (laughs) Come on. Wait, I think we're saying the same thing. Oh, so uh, what do we do now? Everyone agrees that drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings by new customer surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2020 and May 2021. Potential savings will vary.